Welcome to the podcast, Restore Yourself, Restore Your Marriage, where it's all about discovering the thoughts that get you in the mode, the thoughts that get you out of the mode, and how creating a deeper connection with yourself creates a deeper connection with your spouse. I'm your coach, Shelly Anderson, coaching you through life, love, and intimacy. This is episode number 93, lip service or bitch service. I just said a bad word. (laughs) I have a feeling I know what we're talking about. (laughs) I think you do too. We have a fun and interesting episode today because we're going to kind of discuss an interesting week that we had with just little random things that came up. That caused us to be super grumpy. (laughs) Welcome to spring, everybody. Today is a spring equinox. That's right. Which means equal night. Equal night. Equal day, equal night. So we're like, we have the exact amount of day that we do night times. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Time to start new and fresh. Yes. And a lot of times when we think about spring, we think about, yeah, new life, right? Starting something new. And... This idea of a newness, we got a taste of it at the beginning of the year, right? New Year's resolutions. And this is almost like another reminder, like, hey, not that we have to revisit New Year's resolutions, but it is also just that, oh, we can start fresh. You know, it's interesting because New Year's resolutions is like in winter. It's kind of dark and a little bit depressing still. It makes a lot more sense to start new things and maybe commit to new things in the spring. Yes. Because the sun starts coming out more, things are more cheery, you're seeing new life. I don't know. It just makes more sense, actually. Yeah. If, if you're going to do that kind of thing. I mean, I'm, I'm an advocate for starting new things whenever you feel like doing it. Yeah. So you can stick to it. But this is, actually makes a lot more sense to start some new things and to make new commitments yeah. during springtime. And if you think about this concept of new life... In the springtime, there is an aliveness there. And I think so maybe because we're seeing it in nature, we're seeing more green, we're seeing more of the sprouts coming up. Flowers. Yes, it's just, it invigorates us. And don't forget the bunny rabbits. (laughs) And we're leading up to Easter, right? So for some reason, like one of the great symbols of Easter is a bunny rabbit. Yeah, they're very active. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe anyway, they're active in the spring. <laughs> I'm looking forward to celebrating the resurrection of the Savior Yes, in, on Easter, which is really the ultimate source of life. But for those of you that just want to celebrate life, like there's a lot to celebrate. Yeah, there is. So this week, we just ran into some funny, non, you know, non-big events. But very bitchy events. <laughs> That just caused a lot of grumpiness. And again, nothing that was too dramatic or turned into something like, oh, like we can't stand each other. Why are we married? You know, nothing like that. But these are like the normal. Yeah, maybe a couple minutes of that. <laughs> some moments. <laughs> these are the normal things that you deal with in life as a married couple. And if you have kids, right? Stuff comes up and some of it is annoying. And so I found myself especially grumpy this week by just little things. And so we're going to talk about that because... She was grumpy. (laughs) I was grumpy. Because you had a very interesting take on it, and it really surprised me, and it was fabulous. So we're going to talk about this. 
So I'll just start off on my side of the story where I was getting really bothered because in my mind, again, and this, even though we're life coaches, human nature kicks in. (laughs) And so there was something that you didn't say or said, I can't remember the other day. And I was like, ugh, I was so bugged by it. Like as if you should have said it. I'm totally annoying, by the way. (laughs) And it it makes perfect sense that you were annoyed by me. As if you should have said it a different way, or I wanted you to not say the thing that you said, and it made me grumpy, right? Like I didn't come out and talk about it because all of our kids were with us, and I just kind of didn't want to go through it at the time. And so I just kind of went along with things, but underneath I was grumpy about it. And I was like, okay, we'll get back to this later. And so... I would love for you to just kind of take over and talk about, you know, how you viewed things, what thought process you went through, and because it was so different how you responded. And you respond to things in ways that I never would, and sometimes it really surprises me and catches me off guard and in in really awesome ways. And I think I love it so much because I'm like, I would never have thought of doing that. And yet it, it works. And so I think it would be really a good way for our audience to hear kind of what you went through and how you came up with this odd way of handling it that was totally awesome. Well, I'll just say this. I definitely have thoughts across my mind that are negative, right? And I think all of us we do. We all do, yes. And for those that are listening, whether you're a husband or wife or whatever, or just a friend, sometimes we have thoughts like, and look, let me just say this. I actually have, I don't think I've ever like straight up said, like called you a name, a derogatory name, like, like the word bitch that we're using. Right. I mean, that means a female dog, right? You call someone that it's pretty, (laughs) that's a pretty mean thing to say to somebody, but in this world we live in, like sometimes we think things that you hear a lot and we hear that word and, and, uh, and I have to admit, I've thought to myself, like, why is she being such a bitch? Right. You know, why, what, what is going on? And, and I, the other thing I think is like, she's being cold or she's being mean or whatever, but like, what is, what is wrong with her? You know? And so I get frustrated with you too, especially when you're frustrated with me because Oftentimes, I don't think I did anything wrong, of course. And she's being, obviously, there's a reason. And we've learned that after 20 years of marriage. And so I know that there's something that I've done. Now, what are we supposed to do to show love to somebody, especially your spouse? Well, I've learned that when I feel that way and I'm frustrated with her, I try to do something nice. I try to do some kind of service. Now... We called, we, the title of this episode is lip service or bitch service for a reason. Okay. Now we can say the right things and I can pretend like I'm happy and like, Oh honey, you know, I'll change or whatever. But inside I'm still kind of mad and I'm still bugged and that's a reality. And like we talk about thoughts and how thoughts affect our feelings and, and how to, you know, take control of our thoughts and change them. Well, how are you going to do that, right? You got to figure out how to do that. Now, I'm just going to share how I do that. And I've actually done this a little bit more lately, but I tried something new to maybe get past it even more to let some of that steam off. Yes. And so when she was grumpy and she actually approached me about something when, like the night before, 
and I wasn't really sure what she was talking about. And I, I actually didn't agree with her, but I was, I was upset. Okay. So we went to sleep. I woke up the next morning and I was just kind of bugged by why she would kind of, I felt like she was kind of attacking me. I actually don't even remember what it was at this point. I don't Do you remember. No, she, she criticized something I did and that's okay. I can take it. Right. I'm an, an adult and I, and I can take that. And I, and I was trying to figure out like how I could change what, what it was. But what I did was our, our room, we've been going through this like reorganization in our bedroom and I did a bunch of work earlier at the same, like I think I was bugged before and I was trying to do this like service for you by organizing the room. So I actually already did a lot of that work right. to try to like get myself back into a place where I was loving you and forgiving and all that. <laughs> and then I realized later that I needed to move everything over like six inches so that we could open the door yeah. and that needed to be done. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this now. Right. And our son, Josh, who is home, who we talked about a few weeks ago, he's the one that we talked about with mental illness. And so he was home and that adds a lot of stress anyway. So I needed something to like get in a better place. And so I started working on our room again. And of course, as I'm doing this, I'm, I'm kind of mixed because in my mind, I'm thinking, why is she being such a bitch? And at the same time, I'm trying to do service to like love her and to, and to show my love to her. And so I was working for a couple hours and I, I went out to her and I said, well, I organized a lot of it. Can you come in and look at what I've done to see where I should put your bitch clothes and your, you know, bitch junk or whatever? <laughs> and I, it's weird. it might sound really weird, but that was my way of not directly calling her a bitch, but getting some, letting it off, yes. you know, getting it off my chest yes. and letting her know that I was not in a place where I felt good about how she was treating me. And at the same time, I was showing her that I was serving her. So this might sound really immature and, and, and I'm going to let you talk about how it affected you because if it was a really, if I got a really negative effect of, it, of this, I probably would never do it again. But I think I might've found a way to <laughs> get past these feelings really fast by being honest about how I feel and serving her at the same time Yeah, and letting her respond quicker. And I think one of the things that, that we've learned as we've been married and tried to get past the stuff and using these tools and the skills that we are trying to help you with, we've learned different ways to get past some of this stuff faster. Yeah. And I have a feeling that my strategy was effective. It was effective. So why? Because I was not <laughs> expecting it to be as effective as it was. I was I was in a grumpy place too, even though I knew that I needed to serve you. But I made my honesty. I wasn't expecting to have as uh, as positive a, of an impact as it as it did. Yeah. Well, I'll just say from my perspective, I knew we were at odds on you know whatever it was. Now I don't even remember. But it wasn't we were, that big of a deal. Yeah, it wasn't anything significant, and so we were just at odds. And neither of us were super mad again. It was just we were grumpy. And um, so when you started working on our room and organizing things, I was like, first, I was impressed with that, that you were doing that under the circumstances. You know, I was like, wow, he's he's doing something that is good for both of us. It wasn't just benefiting you. It wasn't just benefiting me. It was, you know, I thought it was like, I thought it was still showing 
your commitment to our relationship. Well, I've learned that the best way for me to get past those feelings is to serve. Yeah. And I think all of us know that like intellectually and spiritually, like we know that that's the best way to show love and to love somebody is to serve them. But I've, it's like very practical for me at this point. Mm -hmm. If I want to get past feeling negative about anything that's going on between the two of us, if I do something that helps both of us, helps you and me, but mostly if it helps you, then I get past it way faster. And I know that you will too. Yeah. And I, I noticed, you know, when you started doing it, the first thing, and I, again, this goes back to our thoughts. I was like, well, he's doing it even when he's grumpy. And so that was impressive to me because a lot of times I think it can be just human nature to do the opposite, right? Like I'm not going to do anything nice for them. Why would I, well, you know? Yeah, that, and that's, and that's a lot of times how I feel. Right. And so for me, I just, those thoughts started coming to my mind when I saw, Hey, he's still grumpy, but he's still committed. So that is a beautiful thought for me to think about knowing that you still had negative thoughts. You still had negative emotions. They weren't all resolved but you were working through it. I was. And I I appreciated that because even though I know I knew it wasn't resolved, I was okay that it wasn't resolved yet between us. I appreciated the effort. But that was before I started calling your things bitch things. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> so that just added, to me that added like an element of humor because you never like really ever call me names. You don't swear at me or no matter where we're at in our relationship or no matter our anger levels, you've always remained respectful. And so for you to all of a sudden be calling everything like my bitch dress and, you know, where do you want your bitch hangers? And all of a sudden I was like, this is hilarious. <laughs> like it felt good. I have to admit <laughs> because I knew you weren't like directly, you know, saying it to me. I was to indirectly calling you Yes, you were indirectly, <laughs> and I appreciated the indirectness, I guess. Um, <clears throat> but I knew it was very out of your character, you know, to, to just be throwing swear words around or whatever. And so when I saw that you were trying to be humorous about it and still connect and still let me know, hey, it's not all resolved between us and I'm okay with that, I'm working through it. It's like all these beautiful messages you were sending me and I was making them mean all these wonderful things. And so the, I ended up really enjoying the, the humor of it. It was kind of sexy in a weird way. I know it kind of was. But look, I, and this isn't a habit we're going to get into and we're not telling you to like start calling each other names like that. But I have to say there's something really magical about just being honest right away because the opposite of this is lip service. And lip service is this, you know, it's not genuine, it's insincere. It's just, you know, you're saying stuff, but you don't really mean it. Yeah. And so, like, it's also passive aggressive, right? So we've had plenty of times when we're both grumpy and then we're passive aggressive. We're, we'll just kind of, you know, things will just be cold and we don't talk for a period of time. And, you know, I'm not saying what I really think. Like we're just, I'm waiting for that moment where we just open up and start talking about the, whatever the problem is. And in the past, like we go back a few years, like that would go on maybe for a couple of weeks or more. Yeah. 
right? And 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 that's I think I think that's probably kind of common is to just kind of, you kind of turn away from each other and you just do your own thing and you don't even if you're interacting because the, you have to just deal with your family and each other in life, you don't really talk about it. But I found that I mean, even before this, you know, the bitch thing, we have found that talking about things very quickly when we don't feel good about something is the key. And you don't want to do that. Sometimes you just don't want to talk about it yet. You're not ready because you're mad and it kind of feels good to be mad and it kind of feels you feel justified in being mad. And that can be delicious in a weird, twisted way. Yeah. But it really isn't great. It's really terrible because when you compare that to the forgiveness and the getting on the same page moment and, you know, people talk about makeup, sex and all that, like it's not even that it can be part of it. Yeah. But when you get back to that intimacy where you're connected, as good as it feels to be mad and justified in being mad, it's nothing compared to being connected again. That's right. And, and forgiving each other and getting to that place where you're past it. And so I found that the service helps like just doing service, even if it's in a little bit of anger, it helps because at least you're being productive for your relationship. And then as I started expressing my anger toward your things, (laughs) like it was my way of, of telling you how it was feeling, even though you probably already knew, but it was, I was being funny and humorous at the same time. And so I kind of had a little bit of license to tell you that, you know, Hey, I, I noticed that you're, you're not being nice yeah, and you're bugging me because you're grumpy and you're coming at me and whatever, you know? And so whatever that is for you, find it because the other side of it is just the lip service thing. Like I could be saying all the right things, but not mean them. Yeah. I'd rather say something that might be a little bit mean if it's honest and sincere. And if my desire is to get back into your good graces, I'd rather have that, maybe that moment of argument or disagreement and get it in the past so we could get back on the same page. Yeah. And this just happened to be the way that I did it this time. <laughs> and it's, a, it's, you know, and, and so in all reality, this is probably something that will happen again because my desire isn't to hurt you. My desire wasn't to hurt you. My desire was to let you know that I'm doing this thing for you and I'm not calling you names, but I'm calling your stuff names and by doing that, I'm letting you know that I don't like being in this place. Yes. I just, there, this whole story just fascinates me. It really is so intriguing to me because there is something really magical that happens when you're able to combine or partner two things that you would never normally partner. It's almost like there's a genius there. And yeah, you know. yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> And so sometimes when we are able to combine two very unlikely things, right? Like, look at the service I'm doing. I'm putting all your clothes away. I'm organizing things and I'm calling them, you know, these bitch things. Like most people would never put those two things together. And yet there was a magic in doing so. And so I think this is such a good opportunity for us to be able to say, hey, when I am grumpy, it's okay that I haven't you know, maybe been able to find the thoughts that are helping me yet. And I'm going through that process. I'm doing my thought work. I knew you were doing your thought work. I knew it. And so to be able to 
do, you know, or this organizing while you're doing your thought work, even though you haven't come up to a thought that like felt awesome yet, you were, we were both kind of still in that place. You were able to add this other element where it's, there's, it's a mixture of anger and humor. And sometimes when you would say those things to me, you'd look at me with kind of that, like, you know, like, I love you, but I'm bugged, but I'm trying to be funny and get back into your, you know, onto your good side. And so there was this, you know, several elements and I kind of didn't expect it to affect me the way that it did. I didn't either. And, (laughs) but I also think this is really interesting for, for a woman to experience because when it comes back to, when we think about the intimacy trek, there are several parts to it and a lot of my clients really struggle with emotional desire, with like actually wanting to be intimate, right? We're always looking at our to-do list and we're yeah. tired and exhausted and and we're mad at all the little all the little things that make us grumpy. And what I have been learning and finding out through all this life coaching and really applying it to these topics is that sometimes variety and mixing things up and Mm -hmm. these elements of surprise are wonderful for women. And it ties into this springtime because we should always be finding newness. You know, to me, newness is important to me. Like I get bored really easily and Shelly knows this. And so (laughs) we try to mix things up a lot, but I don't think that's just a Nick thing. I think that's a human thing. Yeah. And I think that finding new ways to interact and new ways to find solutions and new ways to find humor is so important. And you know what? New ways to express yourself and how you're feeling is really a a very healing thing. It can be. And now you may try this and it might totally backfire (laughs) on you, right? But you got to find your thing. Yeah, and I think the goal for this podcast is not ne- necessarily to say you have to do that, no. right? But it's it would be to have your eyes and your mind open to the idea that, hey, maybe I could go about this in a different way. Maybe I could add humor where it seems like there could be no humor. Maybe I could be in the process of trying to work things out mentally, <laughs> while still being upset, you know, working through it, do an act of service and then say, okay, now this, maybe this is a time to add some funny humor, something outside the box. And for, for women, I think we really underestimate the impact of a surprise or something new. And I think a lot of times what we do is we hear the concept of newness when it comes to intimacy and our mind immediately goes to, Oh, they want a new position. They want to get kinky, but which we do. Right. But it's not just about that. But what we, and so when we jump to that conclusion that that's the only thing that matters when it comes to newness or surprise um, or the element of variety is we leave out those concepts to other things like Problem solving, like let's change things up. Let's add humor and variety and newness to how we solve problems or how we deal with anger. And that is actually super thrilling. Yeah. And, and we I, underestimate it. And when I say we, we as men and women, right, we, we like new positions and we like getting kinky. It doesn't have to even be sexual. Right. Right. New 
new positions mentally or psychologically or emotionally is as you, I think as you develop this, it can be just as exciting or maybe even more exciting than the sexual things that most people think of. And I think that's what you're saying. Yes. But being kinky doesn't have to be sexual either, right? right? It's, it's, it is, it's a variety. It's, it's something that might be spicy, like calling your wife's clothes or bitch clothes. <laughs> and I'm a, again, it sounds so weird for me to say that, but it, there's also something very honest about it. And there's also something very um, genuine because the desire is to reconnect. The desire is not to harm. Yeah. Right. And so I think when a lot of it has to do with what your intentions are. Yeah. Like when I said that, it was probably more to express myself to you about how I was feeling rather than to try to hurt you. Yeah. And I knew that right away. I, there was nothing in your tone of voice or there was nothing in the way that you were looking at me or nothing that would make me think, oh, he's so mad. He's so mean right now. None, none of it. In fact, it was the opposite. I was like, oh, he he is trying to reconnect and I appreciated it a ton. So it worked. It worked. All right. (laughs) Well, I think we're going to end this one because we said that we're going to make this a short one. Yeah. And I think we've, well, I've said everything I need to say. So why don't you just close up whatever you need to? Yeah. Um, this next week, I hope that this podcast will just allow you to think about things differently with an element of newness Um, And also to have your mind open to trying to add elements of variety and things that you would never put together, but try putting them together and see if it will just add a different element and make you think about something differently so that you have more to work with. Like get those new thoughts in your mind, give your spouse some something new to respond to because it's just an amazing experience. And we're here to have the full human experience, not a limited one, not one that only has three emotions, but one that really can embrace all the hundreds of emotions that exist. That is living the full human experience. That is living life full out. So, We hope that you'll be able to try these things out this week because remember, the more you restore this type of intimacy with yourself, the more you can restore it with your spouse. Thank you so much for listening today and we hope you will join us again next week.